and run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels sweet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, John, go do my will. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him Talk with John Saturdays from 4 to 5 Mountain Time. You've been able to join me. And uh, just want to make sure that I get this show off to the right start. Today is September 9th, 2023. And I'll be introducing my guest just here in just a moment. So, welcome Republic Broadcasting uh, Network listeners. This is Talk with John. Look forward to being with you here today. I won't be taking any phone calls because I am doing a show with my good friend Roger Landry. And I'll be bringing him on here in just a moment. But first, I want to start out as I attempt to traditionally do with my show Prayer. No need to bow your head or close your eyes. It's just the prayer of my heart. I owe my show as a gift back to my forefathers, the founding fathers, and may it be an acceptable token to our Father above. Then the show mantra. Where there is liberty, there is the Spirit of Christ. Where the Spirit of Christ is, there will be liberty. And the greater the Spirit of Christ, the greater liberty will be. All right, folks. Uh, now that we've got that under the belts, liberty is, is the highest level of freedom, in my opinion. It's you're doing the things you can do and you have the freedom to do and you're doing the things you should do. Because in my opinion, there's a lot of things you're free to do that you shouldn't necessarily do. If you're an alcoholic, you probably ought to stay away from alcohol. <laughs> right? You're free to you're free to drink, but uh, the consequences of it may not be too good. Uh, if you're, if, if gluttony is your sin, like it is mine, you know, I probably shouldn't eat six Snickers in one day. I'm free <laughs> to do it, but I'm going to pay a price <laughs> and it doesn't bring ultimate freedom. So, uh, you know, that, 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 that's, that's the point I'm trying to prove. And that's what this show has been about because I, I, I hope people, when people say, have you heard a talk with John? And, and and last night, I came across three people that I had no clue who they were and that were like, don't I know you from somewhere? Two of them were like, don't I know you from somewhere? And, and one thing about me, I don't really forget faces. And I don't forget voices, but I forget names all the time, especially if you're female. If you're female, I might remember your name 30% of the time if I've only met you once. 
And uh, <clears throat> I'll even say this. Typically, the more attractive they are, the, the worse my memory is on their name. And my dad told me, John, it's a good thing. Your wife's going to be grateful for it someday in the future. But uh, bottom line is, uh, I, I, I get reminded every once in a while that there's people that do listen to my show, don't know who I am. And they heard my when, when I said, they're like, how do I know you? And someone would say, well, he's on, he's on a Republic Broadcasting or K-Talk, if you heard of him. And he's like, you're John. I'm like, yep, that's me. So uh, that's the, I hope when people say, you know, that guy, I'm a, I consider myself first a Christian, then a conservative. And uh, I don't care which order you consider yourself in, but it matters. I do hope you're, you consider yourself a freedom fighter and a conservative. And uh, that's what the way Roger Landry is. He has TLB talk, the, the Liberty uh, Beacon. The Liberty Beacon. I'm like, why am I trying to Blake? I'm like, I almost said the Liberty Free Beacon. I'm like, it's not, there's no free in it. <laughs> well, it is so, free. It, it is free. It is yeah. true. Uh, you don't have to pay to go there. And, no. And, and and you will become very wealthy from the wealth of knowledge that you will receive if you do go to those two places. So, Roger Landry, thank you for joining me, brother. I I always enjoy having a discussion with you because it's pretty much no holds barred. And obviously there are some restrictions. We don't want to get kicked off the air. But having a discussion with you <clears throat> tells me that if I feel something true, if I feel something and I know it's true, if I feel something and I feel that everybody else needs to know it, then on your show I have a comfort level that I wouldn't say nobody else gives me, but it's not as common as it should be when you invite a guest in. You invite a guest in to find out what they think, what their perceptions are, how would they interpret this, and if you stifle that, why did you invite that guest? It's always comfortable uh, to be here, John. And, and 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 then you need to preface it in the context of I'm bringing you on to debate you. Yes. Or and if or, that's the case, <laughs> I love it. I do. <laughs> and and you you know if if you bring someone on and you're going to do all the talking, you need to preface it. I'm bringing you on to make me look good, or I'm bringing you on to <laughs> to prove that I'm right, or I'm bringing you on to debate you. But I I I believe <clears throat> I need to give the I over the course of time, I give the audience the ability to know what I think, and usually I can. Yes. get into what I think on things with especially when you're on I mean it's not like you're one of those guests that eat up all the airspace so but um, most of it not all of it <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's it might be I don't think it's much more than 60 40 but like I said like you said you're the guest I brought you on right yes um, and again it's a comfort zone right it is. And, 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 and there's a very high level of trust yes Okay, so I have asked, so I was on last Friday, I was on, oh, I am trying to remember his name, uh, guest, he's the host from uh, Richard Carey, I was on the Richard Carey show, I was on his round table, 
and we didn't get to talk about this, but this is a question that I want to pose to them, and I've posed to you, and I think it's really important to get out there on the airwaves. Uh, I asked Mike this question. Do you remember John Statmiller ever telling on air what he saw on January 6th? And his answer was no. Um, also, in our conversation today, I want to, I'm going to bring up, uh, I happened to go to a, a small, intimate gathering of about 800 people with Tim Ballard, uh, who the That's small and of- intimate? 800? Okay. Good. No problem. <laughs> I want to know how you define intimate. Go ahead. At least it wasn't wasn't 80,000 people. No, I got it. I got it. But I I didn't get to shake his hand, but I was uh, near the front row and um, uh, got to interact with, you know, the audience got to interact with him, and and I I heard a few things. So for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, Tim Ballard is the – who the story – of Sound of Freedom is based on. Uh, it's based on him and the children that he helped save in his organization. And he brought up some statistics last night that I had not heard and re-mentioned a few things and gave his perspective on why the left is fighting so hard against Sound of Freedom. And it really goes into a number of topics that you and I have talked about over the years. Now, um, so we will be getting into that. But first, the very first thing, I want to make sure that I think we've d- covered this. But I asked Richard Carey and the guys that were on with him, and, and Mike was producing, and I said, do you, Mike, and I asked Mike, do you ever remember hearing John Statmiller share what he saw on January 6th in reference to people that got out of a vehicle and roger you he told you that he told me that unfortunately i don't know that there's an actual recording of the event in his voice i so wish we had that but roger would you state what you remember him telling you that's a while back and if i if i'm catch because you you really caught me off guard here okay Uh, again this is something that john and i discussed um, it wasn't an in-depth conversation, but he said he saw the cars pull up and out of them. And if this is the right part of the conversation you're looking for, please let me know. There were um, basically people that were sent there to cause problems. Okay. They, so here's two key pieces that I, I try to tell in this story. And if you he told you the same thing, because unfortunately he's not here. You know, if, yes. if he was still alive, it would be inadmissible, inadmissible in court for us to be able to give oh, this yeah. testimony. It would be hearsay. But because he's passed, and by legal standards, especially with two people that can verify this story, um, uh, it, 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 it is uh, it, it would be permissible in court. Which, and here's the which, problem. As the years go by, I get just slightly – I can't remember some of the most specific things. But here, is a, here are a few key points. First of all, there was a police-type vehicle with lights going. Escorting. Escorting, correct. Yes. Two other vehicles behind it. Yes. And I can't remember if he said it was buses or large yes. vans. 
they, they were uh, basically both. It was a small, um, according to his description, it was van-sized buses, large van-sized buses. Yes. Okay. So that's and that's the way I remember it too. Yep. And Alp, he goes, John. I'm. I've been there for the last two days, milling around the crowds with uh, all these Trump supporters. And he goes, Alp popped these people out of the those two vehicles. And he goes, they looked nothing like the Trump supporters that had surrounded me the day before and the day of January 6th. Yep. They got out and went straight up to where the doors and windows were kicked in. Yep. Shortly after they disappeared out of his sight is when the breach occurred. And again, we already know from a couple of people who are starting to bleed information out that um, the FBI was involved. We already know that the DOG was aware of this. We already know that Nancy Pelosi was aware of most of this. We also know that those that they said need to be locked away in prison forever were escorted by Capitol Police. There's videos of this from one office to another wherever they wanted to look. They didn't do anything wrong. They were just shown around. They were given a guided tour. These are the people that are the insurrectionists. These are the people and, that were overthrowing the government. And it is the, yes, yeah, the police within the building are seen escorting them and unlocking doors and opening them so they can go in and look around. These are the lies we're being told. Did John see that? Yes, he did. Now, if you put that into context, what we have with a thousand other stories, including... The 9-11 commission, I mean, excuse me, including um, this commission, in which case all of the evidence is exactly the opposite of what eyewitnesses are telling us there was. So we are seeing a level of tyranny beyond anything you can imagine. Why does Roger say that? We have people, other than the instigators who actually broke the windows, we have a majority of people who walk through the Capitol peacefully, not destroying anything. Their lives are ruined. Some of them will probably be in prison for the rest of their lives. Okay. At the same time, we had BLM and Antifa going through one town after another, destroying, doing millions of dollars worth of damage killing to private property, killing, killing people. people. Yes, depriving people of whatever, whatever. And how much, how much did they get harangued? How much did they get harassed? How many of them have they threatened to be in prison? forever now you're going to tell me people marching through the capitol without any destruction whatsoever a vast majority of them did that firearms right is an insurrection but what antifa did or blm did which included firearms which included throwing fire bombs which included which included and how many pallets of bricks suddenly appeared on these streets just Prior to this happening, pallets of bricks that had no reason to ever be there and had never been placed in those positions before. 
suddenly appeared. Roger doesn't make stories up. You know better than that by now. What we are looking at is a two-tiered system of justice. If you do what the deep state liberals or the global elitists who are their bosses tell you to do, you can do anything. If you are a conservative wishing to see your government back in the hands of the people, not an elitist caste who figures we're nothing but useless eaters, then you need to be scared so bad that you will never step out of line because you're aware of what's going to happen to you. This is what's happening, people. It's not a joke. It's not a guess. It's an absolute fact. And let's let's. I want to point in, uh, point out one more thing that we know. Please. We know. Speaking of Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's son. I'm sorry I believe for it was swearing on your show. Either son-in-law or son, and I'm pretty sure it was son-in-law, has a picture of him with QAnon Buffalo dude before the day of January 6th before he went inside. There's a picture of the two of them together. There is, beyond a shadow of a doubt, a level of tyranny in this country that nobody, including people like me, ever expected to see. What we are looking at right now is a government that is so far beyond we the people that any time they tell you, well, it's your decision, they're lying to you. That's an absolute fact. Okay? What we are looking at is how many elections now that we absolutely know beyond a shadow of a doubt, 2016, 2020, 2022, each and every one of them had visible and verifiable massive cheating, but they won't even let some of these states redo their votes, even though it's beyond a doubt that these elections were stolen. We are looking at Today, America becoming a totalitarian government, or we the people had better say something very damn quick. I'm not telling anybody we need violence. We don't. There's 340-something million of us. What we need to do is stand tall, make our damn voices heard, and if we've got to block roads, if we've got to do protests, if we've got to... What I'm telling you right now is that we're at a point in America where if you figure I'll throw a few bucks in and let these people do it because they could probably do it better than me. How many people will think exactly like you and how much is actually going to get done? We are at a point in America right now. John, tell me if I'm wrong, where you either put up or shut up. You are absolutely right. And why am I bringing this up? I've brought it up times before because in the last two weeks, we've had two people that have gone to jail for over 20 years because, and they weren't even in Washington, D.C. Proud Boys and Stuart Rhodes. Uh, maybe Stuart Rhodes was a little bit more than two weeks ago, but, and then we just had another gentleman who was arrested. Damnable offenses against. The American people. That we will be back after yeah. this. Yeah. 
I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com And I am here with Roger Landry. Roger, thank you for joining me. He has his own show on Sundays from 11 to noon. It's can't no, miss. Noon. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Your time zone. I apologize. Sorry. Yes. Mountain time, 11 <laughs> to noon, and central noon to one on yes, Sundays. Sir. It's must, must listen radio or must listen internet radio, whatever the case may be. Uh, so I'm going to share this note from our producer. He said a caller just called in and remembers hearing John say something like uh, Roger and I related. So, um, And w- once again, uh, the bottom line is uh, if we were to be put up on we- – 
the testimony we just bore of John sharing us, uh, sharing that with us, uh, would be admissible in court. And uh, I would be more than happy uh, to, to to give that testimony anywhere in the United States at any time, because uh, yes. the men and women that are being held in these I'm going to call them gulags is despicable. Okay. So, uh, do you have any last thoughts on this on that point on John Stanley? Um, no, because that would take the rest of the show. <laughs> okay. There is enough information we could put out on that one topic to bury this entire show. You and I both know that. So if you've got to talk about something else, and I'm not sure where you're going with the second point, okay? This may be a time where I'm really going to have to stretch a little bit. So what was your second point again? Okay, well, the second thing I wanted to talk about was Tim Ballard. But my yeah. point, my, my point was... I wanted to get this on January 6th. One of the reasons why I, I want to talk a little bit about Tim Ballard is he covered a lot of things. And one of them ties into January 6th. So, as everybody knows, Tim Ballard uh, was, uh, well, maybe not everyone knows. At one point in time, he was part of Homeland Security. And he was an agent. He actually was a trained undercover agent for sex crimes. And it was interesting. He told the story of how he went into, um, uh, when they go, when you become an undercover tr agent, you kind of go with a big group of people. And what they say is only 15% of the people they send to the course wind up passing the course not because they learn something, but they show they already have something. The ability to be an undercover agent. So one of the things that's key is when you're in there, you need it there's they expect you to be able to have intense conversations and be able to pay attention to like, did you see the gun over here? Did you see this piece of something over in the other corner of the room and stuff like that. So that's important to notice. But he said um, the guy that he, so when they go in for their training, uh, it was kind of one of, he was one of the first people that was in there for child sex trafficking. And so the, 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 the trainer he was in there with, he started working. He's like, I don't have the, no one taught him how to go about uh, starting to talk to people. And so um, I forget what, there's a specific term they used, but basically was, you know, re reality check or something like that. He just said, he, he just said reality check. And he was furious, furious at Tim Ballard and furious at some of the other people. And they were like, why are you talking? Because Tim Ballard was like, you know, hey, uh, I'm I'm a you know interested in children, you know, type thing, and he goes, um, the guy said, the trainer said, stop it right now. He goes, I've got a two year old child. Why are you even talking to me about this? And just burst out of the room, and. Uh, Right as the guy burst out of the right after the guy burst out of the room, Tim was like, "How did I? Did I just fell the course? You know, did I do something wrong?" He goes, "I don't think I did anything illegal." And the one of the main coaches for the whole program came in and said, 
the guy you were just dealing with can't hack it with what you're doing. And so one of the reasons why, uh, so Tim Ballard, they, they, they selected people like Tim Ballard is because they have a faith in a higher power. And he goes, there's something to it that he goes, those are the only ones that survive doing this type of work. That's how intense it is. Um, so, he talked about, so he goes, why, he goes, over the last year, I've, I've asked myself why, um, for five years, Sound of Freedom was produced, ready to go, sitting on the shelf. Uh, 21st Century Fox had it, then uh, uh, Disney had it for over a year, and then a couple other houses had it and just sat on it. And he was like, I don't know. This is, he goes, maybe it was a terrible movie. He, he got to the point where he just thought it was a terrible movie. And he goes, I thought it was a good movie when I watched it. But he goes, maybe just everybody thought it was a terrible movie. And then um, some things came about. I mean, literally someone came in his life that happened to be uh, Angel Studios that put it out. I'll get back to this. I'll finish this on the other side. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Do you or someone you know suffer from chest pain, blood pressure, cholesterol, or irregular heartbeat? Are you looking for a more natural solution to overcome these health challenges? You hear the ads all the time. If this stuff's so good, why doesn't my doctor prescribe it? That's easy. Doctors are not trained in natural medicine. Extendivite Heart Tonic does want you to be as healthy as you can be. And it really works. Take Extendivite for six months and your doctor will say, I don't know what you're doing, but don't stop. It's working for you. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. 
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. The preacher man says it's the end of time, and the Mississippi River, she's a gold dry. Is up and the stock market's down, and you're only getting mugged if you go downtown. I live back in the woods, you see, a woman and the kids, and the dogs, and me. I got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. This is Republic Broadcasting Network, and I am your host, John of Talk with John. I've got Roger Landry with me now. So, he said this movie, uh, Sound of Freedom. I was with Tim Ballard, for those of you that are picking it up at the bottom of the hour, coming from uh, somewhere else. So, last night I was in a, uh, uh, a group setting. There were about 800 people in uh, an auditorium. Uh, I was listening to Tim Ballard. And so he was sitting on a shelf and he said it was perfect. It was God's perfect timing. He said, so Angel Studios uh, is the studio that wound up buying the rights to it. And in 95 days, uh, Angel Studios bought the rights to the movie, marketed it, and put it out the week of January or of of july 4th now one of the people for the studios had worked for disney at one point in time one of their marketing key marketing people back when disney was decent and that the guy that was over marketing was furious about the idea that uh january that uh it should go up on july 4th the same weekend that uh raider uh, that uh, indiana jones was coming out um, and there were there were some other big movies that were out at that time, and last night we were told Sound of Freedom hit two hundred million last week in earnings. Um, that's a big number, but he said every everyone told the CEO and him that it should not happen on July fourth. Well, as we know, it did come out and it rocked the world. When it come, came to the movie, yes. it was bigger than the release 
bigger numbers, bigger dollar figures on limited screens that they happen to have turned off the air conditioning in the theaters. Um, so that's how much was going against it. So, so what he said is it was God's perfect timing. And he goes, why did we wait five years? And he goes, it's because of what's happening on the border right now. He goes, the border is the problem. And he said, those that are in control of keeping the border open. He talked about January 6th. He talked about the Democrat Party. Talked about how there are those in our culture that believe, he goes, there is no jump from mutilating children's genitals to uh, trafficking children. He goes, right now that they know of, there are 85,000 children that have come across that border that have come over, quote-unquote, the official way. And he goes, what happens is, he goes, back at the beginning, back when the border wasn't an issue, you had to prove through DNA, through uh, the child saying, yes, I'm related to this individual. Now... What they do, they're given a phone, they give Border Patrol or whoever, the authorities, a phone number to call him up. And it's some guy that says, yeah, this is, I'm his uncle Joe, and fly him to Utah, fly him to California, fly him to New York on taxpayer dollars. He goes, they used to have to come and pick up the child. Now we fly them to them. There are 85,000 missing children. We were supposed to have this meeting Wednesday night. It didn't happen Wednesday night because they moved it back at the last moment because he met with the president of Guatemala, who is a very conservative leader, and the president, uh, Castro, of Venezuela, very leftist. And they both said... The number one thing the United States needs to do is close down the border. Build the wall. I cannot... Okay. It it is... And the uh, Venezuelan president said, I am going to the border uh, in three months. Well, okay. So Frank just told me it's Chavez... Uh, okay, so I could be wrong, but it was the Ven- female ve- uh, female Venezuelan president that is the current, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's from Venezuela. But nonetheless, she is going to the border in three months and demanding to know where 3,000 missing children are from Venezuela. There's 85,000 <clears throat> missing children that they know of, and that's not the ones that they don't know, you know, the gotaways. All right, so the key point that he wanted to make is that the what's happening at the border, children being mutilated, uh, and et cetera, et cetera, is happening. So much of that is happening because we don't have that border closed down. And it's the Democrats that are responsible and rhino Republicans. Roger, your thoughts. I everything we've talked about today 
demands hours of retort, not minutes, but I'm going to grab the border, okay, because that's what's, that's what's in the front of everybody's mind right now. And what most people do not understand, or they haven't listened to one of my shows where I've said this, which is just about every single show, is that the guy sitting in the White House right now is committing treason against the American people. That's not a joke, okay? What is the definition of treason? Okay, what does he swear to on a Bible when he gets sworn into the presidency of the United States to protect you and me, we the people, against all enemies, both foreign and domestic? This is what he swears on a Bible to you and me. There is enough knowledge out there today to know how many people are dying because of the open border, how many kids, yes, are being trafficked, how many women are being trafficked. Listen to me because it gets much worse. Not only the drugs coming over by the cartels, but there are now parody articles out there basically stating and just about proving that it's not the United States that controls the border anymore. It's the cartels. But let's take it to the next level. How many of you know that there were over 100,000 individuals that came across the border? These are the ones that were caught or the ones that were discovered that are on an international terrorist watch list of the millions, not the thousands, not the ten thousands, not the hundred thousands, not the millions, but the tens of millions that have come across the border and haven't been stopped. How many of these are on the terrorist watch list? Why is it that a vast majority of those coming across the border are military-aged men, young men? What we are looking at today is an invasion. Please don't say you're a nut. I'm not. Define an invasion when hostile individuals cross your border unchecked to the detriment of your nation. Tell me what the hell's happening and tell me where I've got it wrong. This is what's happening to the southern border. Did you make a lot of sense when you brought it up as a vital point, John? You sure as to hell did. Because right now, what's happening, Joe Bob is a compromised president. Who is he compromised to? The deep state. Who owns and runs the deep state? The global elite who wish to bring all sovereign governments to their knees for global governance and vastly reduce the size of the global population because eight and a half billion people are too many people. The southern border is the open door to this policy. It is treason against we the people. It is intentional. And the only reason they can get away with it is because Joe Bob, Joe Biden is so compromised that when they tell him to jump, he doesn't say how high. He says, when can I come down, sir? What have I got wrong, John? Okay, so can I correct an error? It wasn't Venezuela. It was Honduras. She is the president of Honduras. So let me correct my error. So, what did I say wrong now? No, you didn't say it wrong. I did. I said the president. No, no, female no, 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 no. I said oh. in what I said what did I say wrong? Nothing. Not one. Not one. Amen, brother, I guess is probably the proper way to say it, and I needed to correct an error that I made. Now, there is one other thing that, uh, so he, he 
briefly kind of hinted around about was that the elite this is one of the reasons why they're fine with destroying that southern border is because a they can destroy the american people but also they also used sex trafficking how do we know in the trafficking trafficking of children well, I'm just going to say some guy dealt, died in a jail cell back in New York. And let, let, let me tell you something else that most people aren't aware of, and this is the perfect place to put it in. Okay, For everybody out there not understanding, the United States is a negative population country. In other words, we are losing population. Yes. The only reason why it's not showing up on the charts, why it's not showing up on the reports, is because of the millions of of illegals streaming into this country and being counted as part of our population. Today, the American citizens, the true American citizens, no longer have the ability to maintain the size of their population. Without these people coming across the border, we start to lose numbers and it will accelerate. And they can be easily controlled Easy, easily, they're easily controlled and easily manipulated. That's one of the main reasons why they're brought across the border and they're allowed to come. Well, they also know that they're going to get a free flight somewhere. They also know somebody's going to pay their rent. They also know somebody's going to buy their food. They also know somebody's going to get them a job that an American can no longer do because the company said, why should I pay you $22 an hour when I can get this guy for $12 an hour? Bye-bye. And that's happening all over the country. Well, the end and the bottom line is the elites, the powers that be, they just want to. Their their number one goal is to destroy America. If you take America to her knees first, stop and think of this. You're the global elite. You wish to have global governance. In order to do that, you have to have every sovereign nation in the world doing what? Trusting their sovereignty to a global governance. This is what we're seeing. And one of my favorite terms that you use about the United States is – they have to take the cowboys of the world they to do. their knees. And that's where I was going. I was about to say, in order for the plans that had been made 200 years ago and accelerated due to the technology we have today, how does Roger know this? Roger worked for the military-industrial complex for 30 years in the technical side. This is what I did for a living. What we are seeing right now What we are seeing is all choreographed. And when we see the failures, those were choreographed too. The failures we are seeing far more today are failures they hope to see, not failures we wish to see. But as John said, as I have said, we're at a point right now where sitting back and hoping someone else is going to take care of this Well, obviously, you don't give a crap very much about your children's future because we're past the point where sitting around hoping someone else is going to make your problems go away is going to work. This is an all-in thing. This is not about violence. This is about voting. This is about when votes happen, you poll watch. If they won't let you in, you stand on the street and you watch everybody come in and you copy down the number of every license plate. I don't care how you do it. 
The point is, we are looking at tyranny in America today we never thought would happen. But it is. And it is happening at a level. Look, we know for a fact our government, our government sent people to Twitter to tell them what you and I weren't allowed to say. They're our government, but they limited our speech and we elected them. This is what's happening today, people. This is what's happening. You either wake up and stand up or shut up. Because nothing you're going to do 10 years from now is going to make a damn bit of difference if you're still around. Nothing you're going to do five years from now is going to make a damn bit of difference if you're still around. Are you catching my draft? This is knocking on your door, people. More tyranny has happened in the last three years. I'm 69 years old than the entire 69 years I've been alive combined. Well, I'll tell you this. Now is the time for us to stand up so we don't have to get in a bloody war. I agree. Um, Because I want to avoid that at all costs. And I'll tell you, we shut down the border. We stopped bringing in those kids. The other thing that he said, he, he equated, the bottom line is, it is modern slavery having these women and these children, both boys and girls, in the sex trade. Uh, they are slaves. Yep. And he goes, there will be blood. If we don't figure out a way to stop this and to stop it from happening, and that means individually, we, you and I, who are not involved in these type of things, have to live our ways in such an accordance that we try to persuade others, walk away from it. Otherwise, there will be blood in the street someday, and we will have to pay that price. We and- are here to educate i totally agree with you you cannot ask people to stand up against tyranny they can't spot they don't understand or they nobody's ever told them about that's why we're here that's why i do your show every time you ask me to because it's a great platform and i know the people listening to your show john are the people who are eager to know exactly what and where they're living um I will tell you this. It's when good men and women stand up and do the things like Tim Ballard did. Walk away. I mean, he was months. I think he said he was less than a year away from being able to retire. And he walked away from it. Let's skip this break if we can, Frank. I'd appreciate it. Bottom line, and, and you, that's one of the things that when I heard you talk, you walked away from... Uh, a retirement with Raytheon. I'm yes. like, I'm like, I'm like Roger. You're a moron. Take, yes, you should have stayed in, taken the money, and 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 taken the big retirement check, and no. then do what you're doing. But no, no. you <laughs> felt that it was so important to stand up for they, truth and liberty. The last thing they asked me to do. Hold on one second, because you brought this up. The last thing they asked me to do was the first thing that opened my eyes. I looked at it, I looked at it, because it came originally in a memo. I printed it out, I took it home, I read it a thousand times. And the next day, I went in and I looked at my boss, 
And I said, is this for real? And no, I can't tell you what it was. And he said, yes, it is. I said, so you're telling me this is my next assignment? He said, yes, it is. And actually, it's a brand new situation. So we've got to put this together. And I looked at him and I said, I'm sorry. There ain't no we here. It's you. I dropped the memo on his desk and I told him I will stop by the administrative office on the way out and let them know I'm no longer employed here. Wow. That's convictions. Folks, that's the type of people that Roger Lantry is. That's the type of people I get rub shoulders with. Um, it's the type of person I want to be that's willing to throw all in. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. What do you think somebody's going to say, just like in America today, if someone was to call in and know it over 20 years ago, so there would be no records of this or anything. But today, if this had happened a couple of months ago and somebody called into Raytheon and asked them, okay, what do you think Raytheon would say? We gave him something that was against his scruples or this guy was so bad. He was just horrible. We, we fired him. We oh, had to get rid oh, of him. Oh, no, they, they'd make you out to be the bad guy. There's no question. But, but, but I got accommodations from Commodores or captains of the ships that I worked on while I was working for Raytheon. So, in other words, them telling, trying to convince the whole world that it was me, I was a liar, I was no good, and they had to get rid of me, doesn't survive the facts, Okay. And that's exactly what we're living in today. This is not about Roger and how Roger quit Raytheon. This is a scenario that's being repeated in our face every single day. We know something isn't right, and when we step up to say something about it, those who have made the isn't right will drown you out, listen to me, with misinformation or disinformation. Your government is telling you that you are guilty of misinformation and disinformation and need to be shut up. I'm going to tell you something else. This government is the biggest source of misinformation and disinformation in the history of America. Amen. I'm going to say in the probably possible well, uh, well, I think the Soviet Union at times, but elsewhere. It, I'm sorry. It, it it could be the biggest in the entire world. Well, I, I I wanted to make a point about America, so I do agree with you. It could be, but right now, it definitely is the biggest about America. Ain't no doubt in my mind. I'm 69 well, years old. I worked for that government. I've worked for that military for 30 years, and now for the last 15, I've been doing penance. <laughs> well. You're repenting. You're repenting of uh, a sin of commission, but an unknowing commission. Yes. So to me, still, that's not a big deal. That's not a big. I, I can't. I and and on top of that, uh, your penitence, I guarantee, is going to be respected. So, folks, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. I've said it many times. Your legislators, especially your state legislator, your state rep for your state house and your state senator for your the state senate not for the federal government but for your state and your county and city leaders need to know you by face by name all of mine know me by face by name and I call them and they call me back for, fortunately I have friends that don't get called back <laughs> 
but I guarantee you they're known and they go and show up on their front doorsteps with cookies. May I make that suggestion? And make sure there's not anything in the cookies that's nefarious. <laughs> okay. uh, guess, what be be guess what I'm going to be broaching. Guess what I'm going to be broaching on one of my two live shows. On, I've got, I do live shows on two different networks. But this week I will be broaching the state malicious. Not illegal. The state malicious. And this is something that most people have totally forgotten exists, have totally forgotten what they're there for, have totally forgotten. And you know what? It's time people understand what it is because it's for them. It's it's there to be a police force. It's there to serve warrants. It's that that's originally the way that those warrants were served back up until the late eighteen I believe it was about the eighteen nineties when but they really the started state militia, state militias. The state militia can be a lot larger than they're telling you. Again, what you have been told about the state militia by your government is not the intent of our founders for the state militias at all. Well, but again, state- that's a discussion we'll have. Well, I look forward to hearing that discussion. Thank you. Roger Landry, I want to say thank you. Folks, um, this is kind of a bomb on a little bit on Roger Landry. I am going to be stepping away from Republic Broadcasting for a little while. I've just got to take care of business, and it's too consuming. So God bless you all. Look forward to being back again. Roger, thank you for being on with this show, my last one for a while. God bless you all. God keep you all. God bless America. you say if i told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company and it would pay for itself in just six weeks when pigs fly the new ease off model easy 4 replaces old spring style carcass droppers and is faster safer and more reliable the ease off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control sounds expensive 
Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Ease Off LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.